You are listening to the Hope of Israel Baptist Broadcast with our radio host, Dr. K. Daniel Freed. Over the next few weeks, we will be listening to excerpts of powerful preaching and singing from our national conference, which always takes place the week before Memorial Day. We pray that these live recordings will be a blessing and a help to you as you seek truth and a closer walk with God in these days of uncertainty. And now, here is our broadcast for today. Amen. You pray for us this afternoon. The Bible says, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, once you look at verse number 14, it says, For the love of Christ constraineth us, because we thus judge that if one died for all, then we're all dead. All means all, and that's all that all means. And that he died for all. That they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves, but unto him which died for them and rose again. Wherefore henceforth know we no man after the flesh, though we've known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. Therefore if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and hath given to us the ministry of reconciliation, to wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing the trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's stead, be you reconciled to God. For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. A couple of places in here Paul mentions the ministry in verse 18 and the word of reconciliation. I want to preach three doctrines that are critical to the ministry of reconciliation. Would you pray with us and for us this afternoon? Our Father, as we bow in your presence. Lord, is a very uh, frightful place in many ways of being here. And yet, Lord, you have called us. Lord, you have put us in this place. And fathers, we try to be obedient to follow the leadership of the moderator of the meeting and um, be in a place where we can be used. I pray, God, that you'd help me to help your people. God, I know there is no help in me. God, I cannot help your people, but I know there's help in this book. And I pray, Lord, that even as what we have read already today, that God, you would take what's been read, burn it into our hearts. And I pray you take these words these next few minutes. And Father, that you touch hearts, you turn us toward Calvary, turn us toward Christ. And Lord, that we'd love you and serve you even more than we do today. Father, please bless the Hope of Israel Baptist mission. I pray, Lord, for Brothers Free and all the different missionaries who are associated, the Bibles, the tracts, everything that goes out. Would you please breathe upon it, place your hand on it. Lord, and with the Holy Ghost, work conviction in the hearts of those who read the words of the literature that's passed out through the ministry, Lord, that you would be glorified and honored. And all things we ask in Jesus' name, amen. What a privilege it is, you can go ahead and be seated. What a privilege it is to be used of God. What a privilege it is. We're workers together, laborers together, Paul says, 1 Corinthians 3, laborers together with God. He doesn't have to use me. He doesn't have to use you. He chooses to. 
God can use any tool that he wants. I thank God that he, he you know, you've noted before, he's used Balaam's livestock, has already been said. Used some, old, some livestock in Jerusalem to preach to Peter there. But think about this. God takes you and me and allows us to work side by side to bring people to the saving knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. What a blessing that is. As I read the, the, the book of 2 Corinthians, I see one of the most biographical books in the Bible regarding Paul as a minister, the struggles, the ups and downs. You see, Paul talks about being despaired even so much they despaired of life in chapter number 1 and thinking about being pressed out of measure and the, the pressure that comes into the ministry, what struggles that preachers have. And you get to see a little insight into the Apostle Paul. But we see so much of his heart for ministry, the desire not to go ahead and, and do a little stuff in the background just to try to get people to uh, make professions. He wants to have all things open and to uh, preach the Word of God in an honest manner that, that the conversions that he has are not because of him or anybody else or to a movement it's that he wants people to come to Christ. And he talks about this. This, uh, the love of Christ constraining us. What a blessed thought to think that God has so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son. And we talk about the ministry here that God's given us, the ministry of reconciliation. I want to just look very quickly this afternoon. Three doctrines that are critical to the ministry of reconciliation. That word reconcile means to bring back together. It means to reunite. It means to take two parties that are opposed and bring them together in unison. And the three doctrines we're going to talk about are absolutely necessary for the ministry of reconciliation. The first one is found in verse number 19. The Bible says here to wit that God was in Christ. The first doctrine that I want us to consider this afternoon is the doctrine of the incarnation. This is the doctrine that the Jews had a problem with. They could not understand, they could not hold, they did not want to believe that God was manifest in the flesh. We read over in the book of Matthew chapter number 1, whenever Joseph receives the word from the angel about the coming of the Lord Jesus, that thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins, that it may be, uh, may be fulfilled the prophecy that was, in that, uh, was spoken by Isaiah, that speaking about Emmanuel, God with us. Amen. I'm just as tired as y'all too. Amen. I'm getting ready to get into an unconditioned vehicle and drive up the road a couple hours so y'all pray for me. Amen. I'm tired too. Yep, yeah, yeah. Go ahead and yeah, pray for me. Please pray for me. But I want us to stop and think about that just for a minute. God in heaven is a, Jesus already told us, God is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. How in the world can God die? Let's not forget that when we get to page 10 of our theology book, we don't forget what we've already read on page number 1. God can't die. God is God. God is life. Amen. That's exactly who He is. The only way that God could die would be to become a man and for that man to be put to death. We understand that for the ministry of reconciliation to take place, that God had to, be, had to come down and humble Himself. He humbled Himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. God became a man. And when we stop and think about that, let's get away from all the Roman Catholic trappings. Let's get away from Santa Claus, all the rest of that that goes on at Christmas time. But let's stop and think that God became a man. God humbled himself and came into time. Yes, we understand that God is the God who is the God over time. But may I say to you that God stepped into time in the person of his son through the virgin womb there. And that holy thing that was born of her shall be called the Son of God. I'm telling you, friend, what a great miracle it was that God broke out of the spirit world and into the flesh world in the person and body of the Son of God. Amen. 
Let's not forget that. Let's not forget that. What a blessing that is. So a lot of times in our Baptist churches, we are so big on eternal security, and thank God for we, we, we are, amen, because it's a Bible doctrine. I thank God, but sometimes we get so comfortable, we forget that God don't owe mercy to nobody. That's right. You and I say, oh, preacher, I heard, I heard all my life, preacher, well, God's obligated to give everybody one chance to be saved. Where do you find that in the King James Bible? That's why we send missionaries overseas. That's why we send these missionaries out so they can put the gospel into people's hands and preach the gospel to them. God don't owe anybody anything. Amen. God doesn't owe mercy to anybody. If he gave me justice, I would get exactly what I deserve. But oh, thank God for the grace of God that brings salvation that hath appeared hey, to all men. Hallelujah. I will say that the mystery of the incarnation, great is the mystery of Godliness. God was manifest in the flesh. We don't understand. Say, preacher, that's a scientific impossibility. That's exactly right. That's why we call it a miracle. Amen. Amen. That's why we call it a miracle. God doing something that we could not do. And God overshadowed the virgin womb of a teenage, more than likely a teenage girl. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. There's no room for them in the end. And there were the same country shepherds abiding in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. The glory of the Lord shone round about in their sore fray. Angel said to them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy that shall be to all people. For unto you was born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Hey man, this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel of the multitude the heavenly host praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. God came down. And when God came down, amen, the angelic, angelic host couldn't be silent. So if we're going to talk about the mystery or the, the ministry of reconciliation, we've got to understand, number one, that the Savior's already come. We've got to talk about the doctrine of the incarnation. I want you to look with me in verse number 20. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us. Watch this. We pray you in Christ's stead be reconciled to God. The first doctrine is that doctrine of the incarnation. The second doctrine is the doctrine of intercession. And I'm using this in the sense of evangelism. We pray you in Christ's stead be you reconciled to God. When we go out and talk to folks, what are we doing? We are fulfilling that ministry of reconciliation. When we knock on doors, when we hand somebody a gospel tract, we are, we are engaging in the ministry of trying to reconcile that soul for whom Christ died back to God. How do you know Christ died for that soul, preacher? Because the Bible says God so loved the world. Amen. You can't preach the gospel to the wrong soul. You can't give a gospel tract to the wrong person. Amen. God died for the entire world in the person of Christ. And when we engage in the ministry of reconciliation, we are engaging, beseeching them, praying them in Christ's stead to be reconciled unto God. Unto God. In this particular conference that we're been, it, it's challenged us even more so to try to reach the Jew with the gospel. I'm telling you, friend, we need, to reach, we need to reach Jew and Gentile. Amen. Definitely need to. We need to pass out more gospel tracts. How many times have I gone out somewhere, gone to put a track on the table, and I reach up and it's like, man, I left them out. Are there any more in the truck? Did I leave them in the truck? 
I got to go put more in the truck. I got to go, go put more in the vehicle. Unbelievable. Sometimes just walk, and I hate to say that, but I appreciate the meeting here challenging me, reminding me that I've got to do my part in the ministry of reconciliation. We want to see God's people, the nation of Israel, reconciled unto God. Amen. And we're doing it, as our brother said, one soul at a time. Nations aren't saved as nations. They're saved individual by individual by individual. And as we witness and give the gospel out, that ministry of reconciliation, we're beseeching them to reunite, come back to God. Amen. But when we talk to those folks, what exactly are we, what message are we giving to them? That's the doctrine that's found in verse number 21. For he hath made him to be sin for us, whom you know sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Verse 19 says that God was in Christ reconciling the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them. The first doctrine is the doctrine of the incarnation. God became a man. The second doctrine is the doctrine of intercession, the doctrine of evangelism. We go out and we we beseech folks to come to Christ. But that last doctrine is the doctrine of imputation. You are listening to portions of the Hope of Israel National Conference, which takes place each year the week before Memorial Day. This is a prophecy meeting with an old-time revival spirit as Bible-believing Christians from around the country gather together to stand with Israel. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 16, the Word of God tells us, For the Lord Himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. The world will desperately seek for a wild explanation of why this has happened, but if you are left behind because of rejection of Christ, it will be too late for you. It is our hope and prayer that you will seek the Lord while He may be found, and that you'll call upon Him while He is near. If you do not have the peace of God that passes all understanding, or if you have questions, would you please call us? Our number is 844-644-4426. We strive to keep the phone lines open And we would love to speak with you. If you would like a copy of today's message, you can call that same number, 844-644-4426. Once again, that is 844-644-4426.